Today we're going to talk about how to grow up in Jesus Christ. And we're going to focus about power. Power we need to serve others, to reach out to others, to be efficient in the kingdom of Christ. The power we talk about is not for us believers. It's for others to fulfill the Great Commission and to be effective in his ministry, to be effective as ambassadors of Christ. And we're going to go all the way back uh, to the moment before Jesus ascended to heaven to be seated at the right hand of the Father. And we're going to read Acts 1.4. While he was with them, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for the Father's promise, which he said you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit in a few days. So Jesus is talking to his believers, I think born again believers at that point, and he's promising in a few days there will be a baptism with the Holy Spirit and they have to wait for that before they go into the ministry, before they do the Great Commission and will proclaim Jesus Christ across the world. So keep reading. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, are you restoring the kingdom to Israel at this time? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or periods that the Father has sent by his own authority. But, and here Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Here, power is combined right away with the Great Commission, with the order to witness. We better witness with power. We better witness when we are having the Holy Spirit, and what that means we're going to see in a minute. We, we better are witnessing as we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. And after he said this, he was taken up as they were watching, and the cloud took him out of their sight. Now, this word power here uh, is in Greek called dynamis, and it's, it's a force, it's a might, it's an enabling to do something, to serve others here, to witness, to proclaim, to go and perform his miracles. So this is a mighty thing that he gave to his disciples and he likes to give to all of us, all of us. It's not something that's hidden. It's not something that has ceased with um, the, um, the first 12s or 11s because Paul had that power and Paul was not a disciple. He got called later as we were called later into his ministry. So we're going to see more. He goes to Acts 2.1. Acts 2.1. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Who was together? The believers, the Messianic Jews that were together. Suddenly a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven. And it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each of them. 
Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, they were believers, so they were renewed. Their spirit was already renewed. They accepted Christ early on, and uh, they were renewed in the spirit. They All things were new for them, but there was a piece missing, and they had to wait. And that to wait was the power that came through this feeling or infilling or baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I know there's a lot of controversy. Is it one event or is it two events? And I'd like to show you some more scripture that clearly points towards um, that this is a two event. It's actually, it's actually the first one comes with salvation. As we are saved, we get a new spirit. We become the temple of the Holy Spirit. But then there's another event that some receive some reach out and receive <clears throat> and some are not open to it and that's your decision like everything in the kingdom of christ it's our decisions if we want to receive more or if we don't want to receive more um, but here we're going to look at a lot of scripture today especially around acts where we see how they uh, took received reach out to um, be filled with the holy spirit as a second experience after salvation. Now, interesting is, after they got filled, what happened? They immediately started to serve. Acts 2.14, Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words. And he went on. So, why did they get the power? To serve, to proclaim, to raise the voice and bring the good news. Now, what is this uh, power? Uh, real quick, one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 8.11, um, says, And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. So the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, this is this gift he was talking about from the Father, then he who raised Christ from the dead will also bring your mortal bodies to life through his Spirit who lives in you. So, we will have life, we will have power, we will have what we need to fulfill his job efficiently. I'm not saying if you don't accept the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you won't be a good Christian. You make it to heaven and you will be effective in your Christian life. But I do believe there's a, there's a tool, there is a gift that Christ poured out to mankind, actually to Christian mankind, to be enabled, to be um, forceful, to be uh, led, to be cutting edge to know exactly what to say in the right moment and what not to say in the right moment. So, again, it is not about salvation. This is about growing up. This is about a power we can obtain for others. A power to witness. i give you some more scripture out of Acts. Go to Acts 2, 23. 
And again, if you're not accepting this right now, just listen, just put it to the side, think about it, dig on your own furthermore, and if time is right, you, you may make this decision or you may not. Um, this is always, it's all about uh, us making choices. The Acts 2, 33 says, Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit. We're talking about Jesus here, who is seated at the right hand. What did he do? He has pulled out what you both see and hear. So he has pulled out that Holy Spirit. He has given that baptism in the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Acts 4.31. Acts 4.31, another scripture that clearly points out how the Holy Spirit operates. When they had prayed, again they were assembled here, the place where they were assembled was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. Now, you, you can speak the word of God if you're saved. Even non-Christian can speak the word of God. But this is about speaking the word of God boldly and with power. And this is the Holy Spirit's work. We are just a vessel. And that power, the word, flows through us and reaches others at the right time with the right words. And, and that salt will make the change in their lives. Now, I want to prove a little more for those who still don't believe that even in Acts, there were clearly two separate events. Go to Acts 8.14. Acts 8.14 says, When the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. So they were all excited that Samaria accepted Christ, and they were believers. After they went down there, <clears throat> they prayed for them, so the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit, because he had not yet come down on any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So they were believers, they accepted Christ, they were water baptized, we have to assume here in the name of Lord Jesus, but the Holy Spirit has not come down on them, meaning they were not baptized yet in the Holy Spirit, or they were not filled with the Holy Spirit yet. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a lot of anxiety about who can receive the Holy Spirit, or be baptized in the Holy Spirit, and and what does it take? And in just some cases, it, it will have the evidence of speaking in tongues, and in some not. Well, it's actually much simpler. Just look here. Um, they wanted to receive it, so they had Peter and John lay their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Like any other things around Christian provisions, it's about us asking us requesting and we will receive if you don't have anybody that lays hands on you just ask the lord right now lord i like to receive the holy spirit i like to be baptized in the holy spirit lord i receive the holy spirit right now i'm filled as i speak with the holy spirit and i will be bold and i will proclaim the word boldly boldly in my in my life 
And there will be evidence with speaking in tongues. Open your mouth and just give room for the Holy Spirit. They received the Holy Spirit easily. And it's still the same today. Just reach out in faith and receive it. Acts 9.17 Acts 9.17 is another scripture. Ananias went and entered the house. Here it's talking about Saul who got touched by Christ, who called Christ Lord. He accepted Christ sometimes there when he threw him on the ground and and, uh, and appealed to, Paul, to Saul uh, in that journey um, and to Damascus. And he placed his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, later Paul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you, and he accepted him at that point, and the road appeared to you on the road you were traveling, has sent me so that you may be regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So Ananias laid on his hands on Paul, so he will be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once something like scales came from his eyes, so he got healed and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul was with the disciple in Damascus for some time. And now, listen, immediately, Acts 9.20, he began to proclaim Jesus in the synagogue. He is the Son of God. So, same thing here. Paul, who was not a disciple, who was fighting uh, that early church, who then had this encounter with Jesus Christ, who accepted Jesus Christ, who was led in that house, Ananias was led to Paul, and he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he got bold immediately, and he immediately proclaimed. Um, let's look at one last scripture in Acts 10. Acts 10. 44. Here it's talking now about the Gentiles or the non-Jews, how they received as well the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So Peter was invited to house of believers in Jesus Christ who wanted to hear more. And Peter had this hesitance, but he still did go. Peter teaching to the Gentile believers here. Um, 10.44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came down on all those who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in other tongues and declare the greatness of God. Then Peter responded, can anyone withhold water and prevent these people from being baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they asked him to stay for a few days. So here again, he's talking about two separate events. They were believers, so they accepted Christ. They had the Spirit of Christ in them. Now he's they got a baptism in the Holy Spirit as he was talking. Uh, it just showed up and they got a baptism or infilled with the Holy Spirit. And then he said, hey, we cannot withhold the water baptism. And so he water baptism as a decision, as a sign 
before the world that they are fully committed to follow Christ. So two separate events again. Um, in fact, three, because first they had to accept Christ. They have to accept Jesus and they be, became a new creature. Uh, then, in this case, they received the Holy Spirit and then they got water baptized. In the previous story we saw, uh, the Samaritan, the Samaria folks, they first got water baptized and then accepted the Holy Spirit. So there's not um, uh, either you, you do it this way or you miss it. That's not what it is. Christ provides all those things and he wants you to receive all those things. He wants us to be effective. He wants us to, to go out and proclaim and be a light and be a witness and have that guidance from the Holy Spirit and have the right words at the right time and have that power, that power to make a difference around you every day. And so consider to accept his gift, the gift of the Father who Jesus Christ poured out to all believers. Just reach out and accept the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you will be amazed what that will do and change in your life. Want to know more? Check us out at www.impact.host.